Good morning, all. Have you ever thought about buildings that you might find at a, at a center of a city and what those buildings might say about what's important to the people of that city? For example, in Washington, D.C., the Capitol buildings right there are right there in the center. That would indicate that politics and government is important to those people. In Manhattan, New York, there's skyscrapers, mm -hmm. and that would be business and money. Las Vegas, Nevada, casinos, that would be gambling. Think about Salt Lake City, Utah. The temple is right in the middle where all streets that go from it are numbered going from the temple. What does that say about what the people of that city consider to be important? Well, today we're going to talk about building a city, Zion, and building a people, Zion. Let's begin in section 95. Now, why there? Since we are studying 94 through 97, we'll consider this, quote, early manuscripts show that Doctrine and Covenants 94 is the last part of the revelation recorded in section 97. Those manuscripts indicate that the revelation was given August 2nd, 1833. The May 1833 date in Joseph's history appears to be an error. Section 94 makes the most sense when it's read as an extension of section 97. And that came from Making Sense of the Doctrine and Covenants by C Stephen C. Harper. So let's begin with some background. This was a really trying time for the infant church. The church was financially stressed. Immigrants were pouring in and they were needy. There were two centers of gathering, Kirtland and Independence. The mob persecution was increasing. Do you remember the story of the printing office being destroyed and the girls running into the cornfield with the manuscripts hidden in their skirts and the tar and feathering and all that that happened? Well, that was all happening during these sections. Now, the saints had never built a temple before. Everything was new to them. And the Lord commanded them to build the temple almost a year before, and nothing had been done. Now, keep in mind, the Lord knows the big picture, and he knows they will need what the temple will offer as things unfold. They will need the power and protection that the temple offers, but the temple isn't the only thing in these sections that's a priority. We actually see two priorities. One, we need to get you in the temple, and two, we need to get the gospel out to the world. So the temple we learn in 95 verse 4 and 16 is to prepare us and to pour out his spirit on us. Do you see why that would be the center of a city or the center of our life? Also remember when you think of the temple, you should always think of Jesus Christ. He's the very center of temple worship. It's through our covenants made there that we draw on the power of God to bring his power into our life and his protection into our life. Now notice in 95, one through three, the Lord loves his people, and because he loves them, he chastens them or corrects them. Now this 
not quickly obeying the commandment to build the temple is serious, and the Lord knows what's at stake. Beyond what we learn in verse 10, um, contention and arguing and discord was occurring and division. They were so busy fighting with each other, they missed the great commandment to build the temple and spread the gospel. In their circumstance, it was not easy to do either of those things. You know, we kind of see in our time that the prophet asks us to do things that aren't always easy. But we find in verse 11 that if we keep his commandments, you will have the power to build it or to do it. So what do we learn from that? Well, it's the Nephi principle, go and do. It's in the doing that the power to accomplish is found. So the next verse, verse 12, if you don't, do not keep my commandments, you lose the love of the Father and you walk in darkness. So the call of kingdom builders is get into the temple, go out into the world with the gospel. Isn't that still our call as a kingdom builder? So we ask ourselves, how can I help? The answer to that often requires great sacrifice. In section 96, we see John Johnson's name come up. He was a kingdom builder. He sacrificed a great deal. He sold his farm and gave the money to the church. What sacrifice can we make as we answer the question, how can I help? Did you consider the prophet's request to do all we can to limit the spread of COVID as a spiritual request? Think about it. His mission is to keep the temples open and available to the members, to perfect the saints, allowing them to gather and partake of the sacrament, and to proclaim the gospel. The missionaries need to be able to be out doing their work. How can we help? Well, he offered three ways. Get the vaccine, wear masks, social distance. Now, there's going to be exceptions as far as what people can do. Not everybody can get the vaccine. Maybe you're not old enough. Maybe you've got medical conditions. Same thing with masks. Some people just can't wear them. They have medical conditions that don't allow it. So is there anything else we can do to help in those three areas of keeping the temples open, perfecting the saints, proclaiming the gospel? Can we as kingdom builders foster unity and avoid division? Will it require sacrifice? Well, it will, and it has. The saints in, in this era of time in the Doctrine and Covenants were divided and contentious in some circumstances. And this is what the Lord termed as very grievous unto me. How can we help? How can we avoid that today? He needs covenant people who will dive into kingdom work. Again, ask yourself, how can I help? All we want to be is a Zion person living a Zion life. How do we pattern our life that way? Well, let's liken our scriptures in section 94 to us, building a Zion life. Foundation must begin at his house the temple. Now there's three houses described in the section. There's the temple, 
There's the house of the presidency where they can receive revelation, and there's a house for printing scripture. So in our life, temple, words of the living prophet, and immersing ourselves in scripture. We must be wholly dedicated, it tells us. That means being all in. We will not allow any unclean thing into our life. We find that in verse 8. Let's skip over to 97, verse 8. We would be honest, humble, covenant keepers, willing to sacrifice, pure in heart. That's in verse 21. And obedient in verse 25. So with this bigger cause in mind, how can I help? Zion is individuals of one heart, one mind, unified, not divided, it's individuals in charge of the kingdom asking, how can I help? So guess what the challenge question is today? It's for you to ask yourself, how can I help? This week, share one specific goal of how can you help? Have a great week, everybody. And remember to always follow the Savior's admonition to come Follow me.